Hey, it's Sheila Renee, and this is No Worries Before 30s. During this podcast, you'll learn all the ways that I want to get my life together before I turn 30, which I did have a birthday this year, so unfortunately I'm inching closer and closer. I'm not going to say how close, just know that it's really, really close. But anyways, on today's show, I want to talk about platonic friendships, and if you don't know what that means, I want to know if you, as a person, can have a friend of the opposite sex and just be just friends, like not friends with benefits, not friends with complications, but just strictly friends. So I'm very excited to have two guest speakers today, Rachel and Marcus. And they're going to help talk through this whole friendship vibe with me. And I had to reach out to Rachel to reach out to Marcus because I don't even have no friends. I don't have guy friends, period. But we're going to get into that. All right. So without further ado, welcome guests. Welcome, Rachel. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Rachel Cash. Um, I am 30, so I'm like a low-key pro. Um, so you're welcome, everyone. Um, and my nickname is Cash um, from Marcus. And I am Marcus Pollard. My nickname is Cash, and my friend is Cash. So we're your family. It's all money. <laughs> okay. Where did the nickname Cash come from, Marcus? Um, the nickname Cash came from like I I grew up in like a country country town, right? And like not a lot of money, you know what I'm saying, circulating X, Y, and Z, but I always have fresh clothes. Like that's one thing was like I always just dress nice. So I was like, yo, Marcus dressed, he got money. So we're gonna call him cash. And that's it stuck. So like my little mini rap career was it was all cash. And then I come to law school and I meet a real person named Cash. So I was like, yo, my long lost distant cousin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So if I say cash, who, which one of y'all is going to answer? Me. <laughs> no, I knew your story. <laughs> it's unknown rap <laughs> Oh, Well, Rachel, I just call you Rachel, so that'll be unnatural anyway for me to be like, yo, what up, cash? What it is? Okay. Well, let's get into this very serious half serious conversation because as y'all know I really want to know if it's possible to have a friend of the opposite sex so help me out with this first tell me like yes or no if you believe in that and then why which one of y'all want to start first ladies first okay Okay, Rachel um, I say yes but it depends on which time you meet your friend. I think that's the caveat. Um, and for me, it was you have to meet the, your friend of the opposite sex before you get into a long term relationship and they have to come with you as you grow. So that's my answer. Okay, Marcus. Um, I would say yes, as well. And um, just say just piggybacking off of what Cash said. Um, bringing that person into your relationship is a lot easier than having a relationship and then becoming friends with somebody of the opposite sex. So if you're bringing that person along, like this is a package, this is me and my friend, then I feel like it could work. Mm -hmm. 
See, I feel differently. I don't think people can have friends of the opposite sex. And let me tell you why. Maybe because I only hung around basic guys. But, and I've been in a very long-term relationship over the past eight, nine years. However, even before that time period, the few little friends that I had, it was always something. It was like, we're friends, but I knew that they liked me either right then or maybe they liked me in the past or maybe I had even liked them. So I felt like there was not a good way for me to just be strictly friends. So I cut everybody off. Like I seriously don't really have guy friends. If you're a guy out there and you feel like we're friends, then message me because we probably are associates or something. I don't feel like I text guys on a regular basis, one to be like respectful of my relationship. And I don't know, that's just like a boundary that we have to set. Now, I do agree partially that, you know, if you just already had all these friends, then that's different than we're together and now all of a sudden you're making friends because if we're already together i'm wondering how are you putting yourself out there to meet all of these lady <laughs> friends like who are you going around just meeting and then saying i only want to be friends with you to me that's kind of shady low-key um but that's just what i think yes i agree with that um but i think it's like just like when we make friends with anybody it's about your interests and so the friends I made were interested in things that the girl friends I have aren't interested in doing, I guess would be the case. Like I like playing basketball. So that's kind of like, well, not specifically how Marcus and I's friendship started, but my other guy friends that I have was because we, I wanted to play basketball and that's what they did or watch sports or do whatever. And I do know girls, I hang out with girls who do watch sports, but they are not going to go like, have a pickup game with me. That's not true. Yeah. And I was coming in just to say that there are some girls <laughs> that will play basketball, ball is life, and girls that watch football and that want to watch games. So I feel like that's a weak answer. <laughs> I, said, I said there's girls in my specific circle of girlfriends who I can say Sheila Spence and the other girls I met at law school, there weren't any that wanted to go play basketball. Did I ask explicitly, hey, do you guys want to go play basketball? No, but exactly. I, did I gather from the conversations that that was something that was on the field? No, it wasn't. It was, do you want to just go to the gym and go on the elliptical? Listen, you never asked. You could have said, do I want to play basketball? <laughs> Maybe I would have said no. Maybe I would have said yes. I don't know, but I just... The guys probably do want to play sports more. I don't want to stereotype, but I guess yeah. that's partially true. Okay, Marcus, you were going to weigh in? I don't know. Um, just speaking to that commonality, right, um, and that balance, like I have guy friends who I would never talk to my guy friends how I talk to Cash, right? I mean, sometimes me and Cash, we're going to talk smack, back and forth, like she's my girlfriend. But other times, like, Cash, I just want to drink this bottle of wine and cry. You ready You ready to do this wine and wine? You ready to just watch some TV and just complain? Like, I'm not going to call up my homie like, yo, dude, let's, let's get this bottle of wine and talk about life. That's not what dudes do. You know what I'm saying? So having that outlet, having that, that, that female balance is important. So you use her. So it's all about commonalities. 
So you use her for your emotional stability. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing you say. <laughs> you want to drink wine and talk about problems. Okay, but let's let's back up. What is you guys' relationship status, first of all? So are you single or taken or in an entanglement? Like, tell me where you're at right now. I'm single. Mm-hmm. I'm, Marcus can provide his updates. <laughs> Oh Lord, not my updates. I am dating. I'm not in a, I'm not single and I'm not in an entanglement. I'm dating. Okay. And so you guys have friends. I mean, you're both friends, right? And mm-hmm. Rachel, you're single. And so you don't have anybody to report to. And Marcus, you're dating, which means maybe you do. So uh, how does that work when you're dating someone and you're bringing in a friend? So Rachel or somebody else, like when do you disclose this information to a person that you're dating? For me, yeah. at the beginning, like off gate, like don't hide anything, right? If you talk to this person and three, four months down the road, you're like, oh, and I have this female best friend. She's going to come to the park with us. That's not going to fly because there's going to be some questions there. But if that person was always there and you're open and you're honest with it and you build that base early, then it can move more smoothly or or, or, or it won't, depending on that, how that person wants to, to operate in a relationship. So, you know, if a person's too, I don't want to say insecure, but if a person's too insecure to deal with like female friends, then you know that up front right yeah i agree with that i think early is the best answer and i feel attacked with the insecure (laughs) part because that's partially true i didn't even get into the looks but i guess that would be different you know if my fiance brought home some busted person and said this is my best friend and i'd be like oh whatever there's no competition but then if you bring in i don't know Rihanna, then I may be like, now how the heck are y'all just best friends? This don't make sense. Make this one plus one equal two because I'm it's not making sense to me, mm-hmm. you know. So perhaps looks do play a part, and with that comes women's security, and that's why you can't have no friends unless they are a one or a two out of ten. So maybe I should have made that exception. Like if you're real ugly, then okay i guess but even the ugly people you got to watch out for because those be the main people that sneak up because you're not looking at them and they try to take your man so back to plan a no new friends <laughs> nobody and then you may be okay so speaking of friends what does a platonic friendship mean to you let's start with you rachel first what does that mean um, we have clear boundaries. We know it's never a sexual friendship. We will never have sex. <laughs> um, we also know there we are very open with our, like if we are interested in men, like, you know, if I bring a guy to the equation, Marcus brings a girl to her equation, we know our boundaries with them and we try to make it very clear. Um, and then we also are very supportive. So I treat it very much like my female friendships. Um, where I'm very open and complain and call and like, hello, you're not answering your phone kind of situation. But also I am a little bit more respectful of the boundaries in their relationships than I would be like if I was calling Sheila. If like Sheila didn't answer the phone, I'm gonna call her six more times. If Marcus doesn't answer the phone, it's like, I'm gonna call Marcus, um, but I know Marcus may have 
you know, talking to someone or doing whatever. So I may text him next instead of saying like, you're ignoring me. Let me call you a million times. Mm-hmm. So let me push back, ask some questions on that. You said it's a person who you don't have sex with. So is that the main boundary? Is it a friend who you give long hugs to? Or maybe you kiss once? Like, what is the strong boundary of the platonic friends? I'm not a hugger, period. And so we don't hug. Um, I think like for the just the normal church hugs, they're like, oh, yeah, this is the right occasion your dog died, I have to give you a hug kind of thing for me. Most of the time, it's uh, there's no kissing. Um, you said yeah. most of the time? <laughs> what is that? Well, there's no kissing, period. So, some of the time, there is? And then I let it go and start talking about something else. But, yeah, there's none of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't think I've ever. Have we ever really hugged Cash? No. Have we ever? No, we never really hugged. Well, I don't really hug Rachel. I don't really hug Rachel either. We're kind of awkward. If somebody else hugs her, then I'm like, okay, I guess we have to hug now. And then we have awkward hugs. But yeah, I'm not a huggy person either, really. So that makes sense. Okay, Marcus, what's your definition of platonic friendship? What does that mean to you? Um, It's just that. It's friendship, right? Um, I think you have to be open and honest with yourself about that friendship, right? And be honest with yourself. Don't just say, all right, we're going to be friends because I couldn't date that person. You know, just have it in your mind. Like, there's no sexual attraction. I'm friends with this person because of X, Y, and Z and nothing else. And, And set your expectations as a friend, right? Like, um, I remove myself a lot of times when Rachel's talking to somebody, right? If Rachel's like, hey, I got a guy coming over or, you know, hey, I didn't answer your phone call because I was on the phone with a dude. I'm like, okay, like, there's nothing, there's nothing animosity there. I'm not like, oh, she kicking me to the curb for some dude. I'm like, oh, let her talk to this dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a friend. I'm going to be here when, you know, she's done talking to that dude or, you know, if it lasts longer, hopefully that dude is cool with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I will be salty if Rachel was like, yo, this dude don't feel okay with you. You know what I'm saying? You got to kick rocks. But um, other than that, it's like I don't interfere with her relationships. It's two separate things, right? So I'm just open with myself. I'm like, yo, there's never going to be anything with me and Cash. Maybe her twin sister, but not me and Cash. Ah, <laughs> I can't. Leah, where are you at? Hashtag. <laughs> okay. Um, hmm. Gosh, I was going to ask you something because you said something and my face started turning and now I can't remember what exactly. I'm long-winded. It was. Yeah, you are a little bit. I'll probably figure it out in a bit. Um, but let's talk about friends. How you even get to the platonic friendship level like do you believe that it could be because not necessarily you but because a guy got friend zone like maybe he liked that girl a lot and then she's like no we're gonna be friends and then now you're friends how, do, how does the how does that work so you want to tell our I think this is, you see this is weird because we've told our origin story like several times and I still don't know it, 
right? Like, I don't know how me and Cash became friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you could tell it, but I still don't know how we became friends. Okay, I will. So, Marcus is the introvert. So, he's not someone who's going to seek out friends. And our Marcus had a, a friend and I had a girlfriend. So, Marcus had a guy who was a friend and I had a girlfriend who were in talks with each other. They were talking to each other. And so we start Ooh. going to the library together um, and hanging out. Marcus at that time was in an entanglement, I'll call it. Oh. And when I start hanging out with Marcus, the entanglement was in front of me, but I still was like, I'm seeing Marcus all the time. So I forced a friendship upon him. And I was like, hello, we're friends now. Let's go hang out. And I was already friends with other guys. So I was like, hey, come hang out with these other guys I'm friends with. And then I proceeded to keep forcing a friendship on Marcus. Like, you're my friend. Yeah. Right. She was just like, hey, Marcus, we're friends. All right. I was like, all right, cool. Bet. I mean, all right, I'm down with it. So. Huh. So not a real complex story. Mm -hmm. Like, Rachel's a very, like, type A personality. And I'm just like, more like, huh, okay, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> so basically I got told that I was gonna be her friend. Okay. Some years ago. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna text you later, Rachel. I'm like, oh, who are these people? Who are the friends of that What's all this entanglement? I need to know the details. I need mm. to know the tea. Okay, so you guys are friends. But I want to know more about that next level type of platonic friends. Like, you know, you can have your associates. Um, that's what I call people who I meet at like bar associations or we went to law school. Like we have a good connection, you know, but I may not chat with you every day or every week. Then you have your friends who I suppose you go out to lunch or dinner with, happy hour, some kind of social gathering. But then you have your best friends who could also be of the opposite sex. Um, and you know, you tell them everything. So do you feel like um, you can have all three of those levels with a person of the opposite sex? Cash, you got it. Or you want me to take it? Um, so associates and friends, yes. Um, I do have a best friend who is a guy too. Um, so for me, it works. I don't. I think it gets more complicated the uh, the closer you get to people, specifically. And like in like Marcus said, being very honest about the friendship and what you're doing, and like what's going on in your lives, and being like establishing your boundaries but i do think it's possible but it's also going back to when you meet that person like at 30 now i'm not having any guy friends are going to come outside of associates that i will make in my foreseeable future but why why is it closed off why can't you meet more guy friends yeah i don't think situations present themselves to get that close to people again like outside of that like so law school or college or even high school, you are in situations where you spend a lot of time with people that is not just because you're dating them. So I studied with Marcus, we went to the club together as a group, like he lived in the same apartment complex and with friends of people I knew. So it gave lots of opportunities to just be friends. Like, let's go play laser tag. Let's go do other things. And those kind of natural environments don't exist as much as when, as we all get old and have real things to do. 
So I can't see myself being like, yeah, I'm going to go. I just met this random dude and it's not a date and we're going to go play laser tag or do something like where we're just spending a lot of time that we did like when we had were in law school together. And maybe maybe eating cake later, but I don't see that in my foreseeable future. Yeah, that. Yeah, I feel. OK, I'm sorry. I was going to say that makes sense to me. But a thought came up. I thought what I was going to ask you earlier, Marcus, it was about stepping back. You mentioned something about how you step back whenever she's talking to guys. And I feel like we don't step mm -hmm. back whenever we have um, same sex friendships, like girls to girls. I mean, Rachel and others, they call me. They don't be like, well, she was in a relationship. We can't call. <laughs> but I mean, if you feel differently whenever your guy friend is in a relationship, I, I think that that's different. Perhaps there's some time boundaries. Maybe you don't want to call at 2 a.m. because his girl may be over there and think something, even though it's nothing, you know. So, yeah, I'd like for you to speak on the stepping back part too whenever um either one of you guys are in a relationship that's what i was going to ask you mm -hmm. yeah i mean i know that um i can have a very dominant personality a very big personality sometimes within my friend group so like um let's say if racial me and a guy she's talking to are in a room together and we're having a good time and we're like just watching tv or playing like uh, having like a game night mm -hmm. so to speak right i'm not gonna be like bumping rachel on the elbow and like sharing inside jokes right i'm gonna let her and her man have that shared experience you know i'm gonna still talk to her i'm gonna still communicate but like i'm not gonna be like whispering in her ear and like joking about the person across the room because that could be seen as disrespectful right so that's me stepping back now I will share my opinion about dude when he leave, like, oh that dude whack or that dude cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like I step back because I mean it can be off-putting to a dude when like your friend is closer or your when your girlfriend is closer to another man than she is to you, right? So as a dude, I'm aware of that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna make her laugh the whole night. <laughs> you know, because because that dude wants to be that person for his girl. So I'm not going to fill that space. I'm going to leave that space open for him to step in. Yeah, that's good. That's really good and super thoughtful of you to do that. And as you were saying that, I was also thinking about my girlfriends. That's something that we don't practice, but probably should do. Like if you say too many inside jokes, and we're like real close, but everybody else, we're only like a little bit close. That just makes people feel down anyways, you know, or somebody spills the tea about somebody else in our circle. And then I didn't know. I'm like, well, dang, I didn't even know that. So, I mean, whether you're a guy or a girl, it's hurtful. But I really feel like in your case, if you're a guy, then, yeah, that's probably a hit to someone's ego that, you know, their friend, so-called friend is closer than what you are. So that's tough. Um, hmm, speaking of so-called friends, can you guys share a little bit more, and y'all talked about this in the beginning, but I just want to know a little bit more of the benefits of 
having platonic friends? Like, what do you really gain out of this? Rachel, we'll start with you. So I've, from the guy friends, specifically Marcus, I trust Marcus above probably, if I go out, I trust Marcus above everybody in the crowd. So like going out with the guys, are you feel safer. Like if I go out with them, I know nothing's ever going to happen to me. Like specifically if I'm drinking too much or whatever, even if they're drinking, it's just like, I'm not worried about it. And I don't think, and I think guys, you shouldn't worry overall. You should be cautious and whatever, but I like trust them. And specifically, they give me very honest opinions. To Marcus's point, if he meets someone I've talked to, they get a gauge for the guy pretty easily. And while they're very respectful, they will, Marcus will come back and say, yeah, he's um, a scrub, basically. Why did you even bring him around? And I will look at it, and they're all, Marcus is almost always right, <laughs> all the guys he's been around. Um, but um, I think those are the benefits and just the fact that they're just – it's just like a friend, like a regular friend that you would have, like a girlfriend or whatever, just talking to them and being very open and having their experiences of life kind of compared to your experiences in life. Mm-hmm. I like that. Except one part. You said, if I go out with guys, then nothing's going to happen to me. And you looked at it as positive. And I looked at it as negative. If you go out, nothing is going to happen. <laughs> Meaning all the other guys are going to think that you're with this guy and then not try to talk to you because That's, they're thinking, oh, y'all are together. Yes, I'll tell you. Like, so we, so I used to, for, during law school, so this was me. I just like partying, I suppose, in law school. So I used to go on the girls' trips and I used to go on the guys' trips in law school. And I've never felt that they were, I would like blocking me. Like, because then I went to Myrtle Beach with them and I would go out and go do my own thing and they would all be in the club. But if I felt worried or whatever, I'd go find one of them. Like, I feel worried. Instead of like, and it's kind of, and this sounds bad and hopefully, you know, as culture changes, this is not something that exists, but saying like, oh, I have a boyfriend or whatever at the club is what you usually do when you don't want someone to be bothering you. Like you go back to your guy friends and you're just staying there and then they kind of go away or whatever your situation you're in. And I think that was the one time I like really remember like where it was kind of like very, I felt more safer than in a group of girls that like you have an aggressive, more aggressive situation. But for them, they are really, um, Marcus really does look out for me um, in terms of knowing and being very cautious of what's good and bad in situations. Um, so, but I do um, think um, you have to be careful if you're out and you're just all up and talking to each other. It does look like you're together because in the law school, I think that was a, a rumor going around at some point because um, we were together a lot but when we went outside of law school or whatever people never thought that so um and just likewise like i know my friend right and i know like how she acts when she is into a guy and i know how she acts when she's like all right marcus awkward squid awkward turtle like <laughs> like this guy's following me and no dude is gonna follow you to a circle full of dudes you know what I'm saying? So, like, when we're in a club or any um, type of situation like that, like, we do go out together. And Cash is, like, it's the homie. So we're looking out for everybody. You know, me, I'm a naturally protective person. So I'm scanning always. Like, all right, where where's Clarence? All right, where's Corey? Okay, where where's Cash at? You know what I'm saying? Making sure everybody – I'm not up on her. I like to tell stories. It was one time when me and Cash actually went to the club together and I tried to dance with Cash. One time. 
Wait. Never again. Never Wait. ever again Wait. would I try to dance with Rachel. What kind of dance? Because <laughs> you know how the dancing goes in the club now. So I want to know if it was like this. Yeah. Y'all can't see me if you're listening, but I'm trying to say like a little twerk thing. Right. What kind of dance was it? It was a little, it was a little, cause I mean, like I, I know a lot of forms of dancing, but yes, it was like a little twerk thing. And when, as soon as Cash figured out it was me, it was like, yo, she had on heels, but she track star, <laughs> like awkward. Right. So like, there's no, there's, there's no mistaking when we go out, if me and Cash are together, we're not <laughs> like completely being honest. Okay. Well, let's talk about that more. Let's explore that more. Can Wait, I want to hear the benefits from Marcus. What's the benefits of being my friend? I just but, well, wait, 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 wait. Oh, before you, before you answer that, I just want to know, can you dance with your friend? Is that an allowed thing? Rachel, you're shaking your head no. So friends can't dance if we're just friends. Me, I mean, I mean girlfriends okay. dance on top of each other and all that jazz. I don't do that really either. So I don't, this is me and that's just a personal preference. If you're a person who dances on people and don't care, that's cool. I don't dance on my girlfriends and I don't dance on my guy friends. That's just my, my rule set in Rachel's world. But other people, I think it's cool. Cause I know Marcus, you have line sisters. And that's a boundary that's mm -hmm. okay for them. Yeah. I dance with my line sisters. So, I mean. Like, yeah. what kind of dance? It's just and like twerking. The yeah. twerking. Yeah. But, like, but just going back to like that boundary setting, right? Like, I know how far I can take it with Rachel. Like, I'm a flirtatious person. And Rachel knows I'm going to flirt. But, number one, I don't mean anything by it, I'm just talking. <laughs> number one and number two i know how far to take my frustration like i'm not gonna walk up to cash and like smack on a booty you know what i'm saying that's awkward that'd be weird you know what i'm saying but i will walk up to cash and be like oh okay you wearing them jeans today i feel you i see you you know what i'm saying so it's two different things like yes you look good today but i'm not gonna physically touch you that's that's our boundaries right now I feel like I'm a, like I like like I got friends on. Like hold up, I'm doing all this stuff. <laughs> Did you friends on me, Cash? I'm joking. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so now answer Rachel's question. What are the benefits of either her or just platonic friends in general? What do you gain out of that? Earlier you did mention oh. the wine and wine thing, but any other benefits? Yeah. I mean, I think when you limit yourself to just dating like if i'm just dating women right and i'm just friends with men i feel like you can't be yourself around i mean like because like like let's say this it's a big world right we have men and women out here and there's you need both in your life you know what i'm saying so like when i'm being friends with a woman i need to be able to express myself right Cause I can't express myself with a man like I or like I talk to a woman. Am I making any sense? I feel like I'm talking crazy. Like for instance, me and Clarence, we have a very toxic relationship, right? Like we, if you if you saw how me and Clarence talk to each other, it's really macho, it's really braggadocious, it's it's almost like we're not friends because we're always like, yeah, you suck at this, you know what I'm saying? You you're trash at that. That's just our relationship. But that really gets draining sometimes. And sometimes I want to be more like this open emotionally. All right. And there's some times where I can't be open emotionally 
with the girl I'm dating the way I could be open emotionally with the girl um friends with. There is, there's a, there's a certain level of vulnerability there because you always want to seem like a certain type of dude to the person you're dating. I don't care how rich you use me. <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm going to be as open and honest with you as possible because I don't care about losing you. You ain't going nowhere. You're my friend. So I don't even know if I'm, I don't even know if I'm answering your question. I got off on a tangent. So let me get back to how racial helps me. It's been plenty of times where I've dated crazy women. I have a track record with dating crazy women. And it's like, I go to Rachel, Rachel, am I crazy? Or is this girl crazy? Marcus, she's crazy. Like, you need to leave her alone. And she can see that perspective because she's a woman, right? And she can see like the whole bigger picture of everything. So you have the thing where like, just emotional support, um, you can be a different version of yourself that's not like always in like the toxic masculine world, you know what I'm saying? And other time it's just friends, like real talk, not just even like because she's a female. It's just because racial is racial. Racial is a cool person. It's a personality. It's sometimes where like, you know, I'm studying for a law exam and I'm super stressed out. And Rachel's like, you'll be all right. Forget it. You know what I'm saying? Or it's, not, or it's another time where I need to study for law exam. Rachel's like, all right, we're going to stay up till 1 a.m. and get this thing done. So... I know we harp on this whole thing about like male and female type deal, but even so the personality of it, right? Like racial compliments me well in a way that's not sexual, right? So yeah, I'm not sexually attracted to her. However, like mentally, she balances me out sometimes. Interesting. <laughs> I'm very long winded. I apologize. I can ask about 50 questions, <laughs> but I won't. I'll let that go and save my questions for later because I feel like I don't want to oh, get too Lord. much into y'all's relationship. Um, but let's slide, let's let's slide into something else. What about work husband and work wives? We're all working or have worked before. What do you think about folks that are married? but they also go to work and have a very close work friend and like everybody jokes around and says that's my work husband or work wife what do you think about that that's trash to me and that would be unacceptable and disrespectful now how, hold on. Is, how do you think that's trash yeah, you sit here with your own guy best friend but now you can't have somebody yeah, at work who like, you're friends with i mean so work i do think you get close to people you work with but i'm never gonna be like my work husband like i'm not gonna call marcus my work my friend husband that doesn't make sense it's disrespectful now i do think you can become friends with people at work but even then like i said marcus and i have boundaries and then as we get into relationships our relationships dictate our boundaries now if i have a guy who's like yeah i'm you can't be friends with your guy friends it's probably not the relationship for me because i'm that's probably something that i'm, I'm it's, I haven't had been had posed that question, but it's kind of a non-negotiable for me. They're just they're they're part of my life. But like for a work husband, like that's disrespectful to me. Just naming someone in general your work husband anything is disrespectful. That's me. Maybe it's cool for other people. Mm-hmm. What about you, Marcus? It's not cool for me. It's a no for me, dog. A work husband, a work <laughs> wife, not. I mean, just because like like I said earlier, like. I am not trying to take the place of anybody romantically in Rachel's life, right? And I feel like 
you know, when you say a work husband, work wife, it's like at work, you're going to be the person that is taking the place of my wife or my husband because I'm with you 40 hours a week and I hardly ever see my wife. So you're that person for me at work. Nah, it's I, I feel like a work husband or work wife thing is trash. Like maybe, I, I don't get that personal with people at work anyway, but maybe you can become friends at work and then it spreads to something outside of work and then whatever. But like when you compartmentalize things, like that, and it's like this is my husband at work. Lines get crossed, feelings get meshed, and yeah, it can be it can be messy. It could be an entanglement yeah, at that point. seven or nothing. <laughs> like, well, right. the way that I've heard the term, and I don't have a work husband, so maybe I don't really know. But the way that I've heard the term is, it's really something that folks around the office say and speculate. You don't identify your relationship as that. You're just like, whatever, that's my friend. But everybody in the office sees you go out to lunch and whatever, whatever, and they're like, oh, Kiki, that's your work husband. Like, that's the context that I've seen it in. And is it okay for others to have that perception of you, even though there's nothing really going on? That's more so my question. I don't know, because Marcus was like my law school fake relationship that everybody kind of said that we were together. Um, in that context, I mean, I still think it's wrong, um, but... I don't know because I never went to work or lunch. I never went to lunch with one individual guy every time when I was at work, I guess. Like that just that I, like either it was my whole group of people or one of the girls or and I worked in IT like in tech. So there was lots of guys or it would be more than one guy. It never was like, you know, that scenario would have presented itself. I think in those professional environments again like i think it's the times in which you meet people in those professional environments you should be respectful and i don't know it just seems like that opportunity shouldn't really present itself what if you guys both love sushi and there's a sushi place next right, door to go there who doesn't have like who brings their lunch bag to that sushi restaurant and have a green tea <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of effort, man. Okay, I feel you, I guess. Marcus, were you going to add on to that or no? Nah, I feel the same way. Like, me and Rachel hardly ever had, like, one-on-one lunches. Like, we may, like, go snag a burger every now and then. But it wasn't like, oh, every day at noon, you're my lunch buddy. No, that's just too much commitment. <laughs> it's like, nah, like, hey, what you doing right now? Let's get lunch. But like when you're doing that repetitively every day and it becomes like a thing, like if, if you miss that um event, then feelings get like you get kinda like hurt off, off of that. Like, oh I didn't see you last week or you didn't you ate lunch with somebody else last week, then that's how that's how that can get messy. But me and Rachel was like, yo, get a burger. Bring Corey, bring Clarence, bring whoever. We chilling. Like it was, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a thing where it was a planned thing. Which is like, I mean, we hanging out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's expand on that more. Like, where, what are the acceptable places to hang out <laughs> with your platonic friends? So it sounds like you guys are saying you'll eat together, but you try not to make it a date. So that's why he said, let's grab a burger, right? But like, <laughs> you can't go out to a restaurant? Or yeah. is that then a date? Like, what happens? 
Um, so I feel like we've, I don't think we ever, well, one, there's very few restaurants I consider date restaurants. My date restaurants are different, but I will just go eat somewhere, anywhere for any reason. And it's like, let's go get something to eat and be impromptu and me not consider yeah. it a date. Um, for, um, for, I forgot the other question. Go ahead. I'm, I'm asking basically like where are the acceptable places to hang out with your friend of the opposite sex? Where can you alone? Where can oh yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> hanging out at someone's house. Like you go alone and he's alone. Like tell us more. Dive into that. I mean, I feel like me and Rachel have hung out in some just some oh. odd places, right? Like we, she like old oh, stories. Me and Rachel yeah. shared a hammock uh, at one what? point. You shared a what? Yeah, a hammock. A hammock. Well, like where? I had a hammock on my deck in law school, and yeah. you guys both just sat in it. Yep. Or <laughs> laid down in it. It was it was a nice little day outside, you know. It's like, hey, I have a hammock. Let's just chill okay. here. Well, we're so, gonna land like I mean, this, like <laughs> my head, or like this, like like when you sleep in a twin bed with somebody, you gotta be like the opposite way. I think I we were opposites. Were we? We were opposite. So it was like okay. put the head type deal. Like my feet were by her head, her okay. feet were by my head. That's different. So I mean, I yeah, but I feel like it's just the intentions, right? Because we ran into this with a mutual friend where me and another friend suggested that another friend of ours go on a date with Rachel, right? And Rachel was like, no, that's weird, right? But I was like, what's the difference between y'all eating, y'all go y'all go out to eat all the time. So what's the, what's the difference between y'all going out to eat this time and, and that time? And it's just your intentions behind it, right? Like literally, I could like no. It was one time me and Rachel, we laid in bed together, not sleeping, but we had just like moved your stuff in, right? And um, we were all supposed to go out that night, but you got like real per like real people furniture at that time, and it was super heavy. So it was like, oh, we're just gonna lay here go to sleep, right? But it was just like it wasn't no intentionality of us sharing a bed. It was like I'm tired, you tired, your floor is hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm not laying on your floor, but we gotta get ready to go. We gotta get ready to go out. So it's a, it's a thing like your intentionality behind it. it. That's it changes it. It makes it awkward or it makes it weird. But or it could be like, huh? We're just two people having a good time together, or we're just two people sharing a mattress, or we're just two people sharing a bite to eat. So like, what's your intentions behind it? Or it's just giving me a side eye, like a little bit, like yes, we. So I will say, I <laughs> law school, much younger person than I've shared, and I will agree, we got, we shared hammocks. You pro probably, I'm sure all my guy friends have laid in my bed at some point in my whole law school career. And like, I think I've shared a hotel with you and one other guy friend. And we just, that was just mm -hmm. how the cookie crumbles. But again, it's about intentions. And I do agree with that world. What's your intentions behind what you're doing? And if, you have your boundaries and there's no intention to cross that boundary then i don't see a problem with it now that i'm 30 will i share a hotel room with marcus probably not like getting a hammock yeah i probably don't care that much about that the thing is though the hotel room we shared 
I wasn't in the same bed with you. I was up on the floor because that just felt weird too. So I don't know. It's just that, like I said, like the intentionality behind it, but also like the purpose behind it. Like when we, the one time we were in a bed together, it was like, all right, we crashed for an hour. We're going to wake up. We're going out. You know what I'm saying? Nobody went out because it was like, of it. we're going, we're going, we're going back home. We're not going out. But the one time it was like, all right, this is going to be like an eight hour overnight thing. You got the best, Shawty. I'll take the floor. I'll be the gentleman. Because it's just, like I said, it's, it's weird. That's my homie. Hmm. Okay. Because like, mm. <laughs> I'm thinking ham sandwich to the no. But I feel like if you're both single, then maybe. But have you tried to do that while in a relationship and try to explain to the person you're dating, like, oh, this is my friend and we have good intentions behind it. I don't know what happened. We both got tired and fell asleep in the bed. I feel like that sounds crazy to say. Now, only y'all two know, you know, that it really meant nothing. But I feel like that's hard to explain to somebody if you happen to be in a relationship. Go ahead. I feel like what's your relationship? You're dating right? someone. The person so, who like, you date, like, you would have to tell them that. That's what I mean. But people I date, they know that I am a easygoing person and I don't read too much into anything, right? And that's one thing. It's like, oh, it's just Marcus being Marcus, right? Like, he's not going to intentionally cheat on me or he's not going to cheat on me as y and z i build that trust with somebody and also like you can't be so mad at somebody i was like yo let me see what happened last night we were moving furniture you know we got super tired about to go out to the club and we crashed in her bed for an hour it's like oh i didn't catch you trying to be sneaky you actually told me you were actually up front with it so you can only be but so mad and that also builds trust. It's like, yo, if he was trying to hide something, he wouldn't tell. If he was trying to like do something with this person, he wouldn't have told me X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. He would have hit it. So Marcus is a very specific type of woman that he likes. I will say that. Um, and for me, the guys that I like range. So I have guys who are super aggressive and overprotective, who've gotten mad with just the mention. So I like Marcus tell people very early on that I have guy friends and by essentially just telling stories like uh, like you know how you tell stories about someone when you're first getting to know them and I've had guys say like even the story itself of you being with just a guy is too much for them like why are you around anybody that's a guy outside of me kind of thing why I have other guys like my most recent relationship that ended was he has girls who are his friends too. So his stories included girls and my stories included guys. And that was probably better. He was older. Um, but I think telling them stories about like when we were in college, I think everybody has college stories. So I'm like, bro, if you want to go there about like what things you did when you were in college or in undergrad, even if you weren't doing anything, you want to judge the past, like that's probably not the move for me. Um, going forward, like I said, you have to judge your relationship with the person and figure out your balance between your guy friend and your boyfriend or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now that you're older, Rachel, you're over 30. Marcus, are you or not? I forgot. Yes, he's older than me. I'm, I'm the oh. oldest person on this call. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> now that you guys are older, you know, how has that uh, 
platonic relationship change, not necessarily between each other, but uh, to Rachel's point earlier with finding new friends or just getting um, more, getting into more serious relationships, I suppose. Like how, how do you bring up the conversation of your friends? It sounded like you said you want to say it early early on that's what Marcus was saying and Rachel it sounded like you were saying that person needs to also have female friends so that they don't feel worked up over your friends is that what you're saying um I just I mean yes and no like it's cool if they don't I think they just have to be understanding the situation like for example when Mar Marcus turned 30 I was dating someone and I told him I'm flying to Durham and I'm staying at Marcus's house I'm not getting a hotel and he just had to be cool with that. And that's me uh -huh. now at this age. <laughs> and uh -huh. probably if we were together and he was coming with me, I'd be like, oh, okay, we could get a hotel or we could just stay at Marcus's house. Yeah. Or you could just stay at my house. Like, <laughs> and the same thing, like things do change after 30. Like just, just, just that's, that's, that's life, right? You're not gonna go out and party to 3 a.m. at the 30. So certain things that was fun and cute before 30, you have to revamp at the 30. So just like, oh, me and Rachel are sharing a hotel room and I'm crashing on the floor. No, that's raggedy. I'm 30 now. Let me have my own hotel room because I can afford it now, mm -hmm. right? It's not like, Cause it's certain, it's certain stories. It's funny. Cause it's like, oh, we we're broken. We made do what we had, you know, type deal. But after 30, it's like, okay, you had no reason to be in that situation. And like, if Rachel comes here, she has her own room and she knows that. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's not like you got the, the foot of the bed and I got the head of the bed. No, you got your own room. It's like when you're kids, and you have like pictures of you in the in the bathtub with your cousin splashing around. That was cute. It was innocent. There was reasons behind that. But the older you get, you have to like revamp how you interact with your with your best friend mm -hmm. opposite sex. I'm shaking my head, yes, but I don't agree. <laughs> I was not in the tub naked with no other cousin. Even from a young age, we had established <laughs> boundaries that these are my parts and they cannot be yours and they can't be seen and touched by others. And so that's probably yeah, <laughs> there's stranger dangers out here, not with little kids, not with adults. Like probably only my mom watched me. Like I don't recall other people being in the bathtub with me. No. But on outside of that, I do agree that, you know, as we get closer to 30 and you know, y'all way, way past 30. <laughs> Just <Way>. kidding. <laughs> Eight days I'm 30. I'm 30. <laughs> like. I'm just joking. Um, I do feel like, you know, it, there's a more of a financial stability aspect of it. So, yes, I, I would not expect y'all to share a hotel room and share rooms and or beds because why would you do that if, if you had the opportunity to not do it? You know, it don't make a lot of sense and it makes things awkward. Like my eyebrow is raising 
that you're in a relationship, but you're going to fly across another state for another guy's birthday party, Rachel, and to stay with them. I'm not your guy. If I was your guy, I'd be like, ah, you ain't doing that. Or I'm going to be like, I'm going to make myself go. I also would like to visit North Carolina. <laughs> That's what I would do. But, you know, to each their own. Everybody doesn't have to be a jealous person. And I do feel like you should trust uh, the people who you're with, but I also don't want to ever put myself in a situation where things could be misconstrued, you know, at the same time, because I'm just overly cautious and that's what it is. But let's just get more into the details of friendship. So in regular friendships, I probably shouldn't say regular, that's not a good word that's not politically correct but in same sex friendships female to female we share a lot of secrets what the young people call the tea you know all the tea we be spilling it like <laughs> i think it's just supposed to be hot be lukewarm because everybody know everything so can you share with us you know what are the details of like is there anything that you shouldn't share with your platonic friends uh, that you would share with your close guy friends if you're a guy and identify as a male or vice versa. So basically the boundaries, what are the boundaries in the communication and, and what you share? Long story short, yeah, right? Like I know there's certain things that Rachel don't wanna hear, point blank period. There's certain things that Clarence does want to hear, you know, so it's just knowing that friend and having those boundaries. Like, let's say I did have a girl I was dating and I was intimate with this person. I'm not going to run back and tell Rachel. All right. That's weird. You know, and she doesn't want to know what I'm doing sexually. Like, but that's crossing not. the boundary. That's your friend. Right? I don't that's what her. friends do. <laughs> story. But that's how you. But that's how. That's how you keep the boundaries, right? You set the boundaries and keep them, right? Like, I don't. I don't want that picture in my head. What Rachel does sexually, right? Because that seed can grow to something different, right? So as long as I keep that boundary around Rachel, it's that's what it's always going to be, right? So it could be a seed that's like, ugh. You know what I'm saying? Or it could be a like, oh, I'm curious, right? Like, I'm not saying that would happen, but it could happen. Whereas like, oh, she did that. All right, let, that's, that's a little curious. No, that's, that's you got to keep the boundaries mm -hmm. where they are, you know? I got so, you. Okay, Rachel. So my question, is, you want me to repeat it or you already know? I got it. Um, okay, go ahead. So I do think it's different because I try, what I keep separate is, so I have a specific group of girlfriends and I have a specific group of guy friends. And so I typically don't cross stories or drama or the tea. So the guy friends, I keep the tea within the, that group and the girls, I keep the tea within that group. Um, it's even so far as like when I'm mad. Now I do have two very vulturous, loud people who when get mad at me, everybody in all my groups know it. But, um, but other than that, I typically, everything's kind of kept separately. And I think the same thing like from guy friends. So for example, 
Um, if you have a boyfriend and you're a girl, um, you may tell your boyfriend and complain to him about your girl, the girls who you're friends with too. So you may say like, hey, boyfriend, I'm mad at XYZ girlfriend. Like that's not how I do for my guy friends to about my girlfriends because it just, the relationships on the same level. So then it becomes a problem. So I just keep it completely separate. Like that's just something I'm not going to do. So I think that's more of the things, the boundaries and what I talk about um, with each of them. Um, with the guy, with the girls, I pretty much divulge more of the, like, I guess to Marcus's point, the sexual stuff. Um, and to the guys, I, I'm pretty open about things, period. So I don't know what Marcus is talking about over here. Um, I think he's safe, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yo, I, I wish you could see my face right now. I've never heard a sexual story, story about you. Guys drink, you forget all the tea you guys be dropping about the girls you talk to, <laughs> but whatever. This when y'all were younger, let's say this, when they were younger, let's say this. I've never, oh. right. right, I'm saved, I don't know what you're talking about, like. Save them woke now, he ain't got time for all of that. Save them woke, I think right. what I was thinking of, as far as boundaries, crosses over all the sexes, so platonic friends and friends of your same sex, but, and this is something that I don't do now that I think about it. But what I try to do now as I'm getting older is I try to not talk junk about friends that are in the same circle, one, or because I think that's what Rachel was saying, and also friends that could potentially meet in the same circle. So most of my friends have all now met and so if i ever told you a random story now you can put together that face like oh that's what you were talking about that person did that such and such thing and i feel like that's more awkward versus if i were to just have a friend in alaska you know random friend who's just no there's no possible way where they will cross lines and meet and be able to form their own decision about the person so i do feel like you have to be careful with that like i mean all of us went to the same law school so i mean if you tell a story i may know like oh that's the person <laughs> who um who was talking to so and so i feel like it's harder to to share those stories and to keep the tea versus if it's somebody from i don't know your back home wherever you're from or a different state or just not loosely connected with the circle you're in so that I think goes with both sexes because it's just easy to figure out and, and can be awkward. Hmm. So that's what I think. That's what I think about friends. I don't, I mean, you guys kind of convinced me, but not really. I feel like you convinced me that it can work for you too, but I feel like it can't work for me and my relationship. And that's the only thing that I can really speak on. And um, I don't know, do I miss having guy friends? I can't really say because even growing up, like, I don't know, five and six, I don't remember just like having a lot of guys. I naturally always had girls and like a lot of girlfriends. I did, I wasn't feeling like I was missing out on a friendship. But I think one important point that you hit earlier, Marcus, was whenever you do have these platonic friends, you're able to like, learn about folks from the opposite sex and, and be more vulnerable without 
um having the first experience that in your relationship like that's awkward if that's the first time and then it doesn't work out and you really like that person things could be awkward so i guess that is the one downfall and risk that you got to take if you don't have a lot of friends but i also think that if you've went this whole time almost 30 years or past 30 years with no daggone friends and now after you meet me you want to try to find all of these friends female friends that's not really gonna work you're just gonna have to be okay with whatever kind of friends you already had but i definitely don't believe that guys can have new friends after we've met like that's not appropriate to me but that's just me <laughs> that's just my two cents all right so we are winding down i feel like we learned a lot at least i did about uh the differences in having male and female relationships and one thing that we do here at no worries before 30s is in on a positive note well most of the time it's positive but i guess sometimes it's not but anyways we're gonna end on this closing thought and i want you to think about uh filling in this answer so before 30 do you think everyone should have a friend with the opposite sex your answer is yes i'm sure but just explain to us why or why not let's go with marcus first oh so your assumption is correct. I do think that you should, before 30, have a friend of the opposite sex. Um, and I say that just because we're all learning ourselves, we're learning each other. And it's, it's, it's I wouldn't even say it's like a like a emotional support thing or a crutch, because now I feel like I use Rachel all these years as an emotional support or a crutch, and I feel bad. <laughs> but it's just like, women bring something different to the table you know and men bring something different to the table you know you like who you like sexually you know if you're heterosexual heteronormative you know then do you or if you're not then do you as well but when you just come to this emotional and mental um game women do bring something different to the table like if i want to read a book join a book club that's something that women will bring to the table that my guy friends won't bring to the table so it's about building like a well-rounded personality for yourself right and becoming a balanced person period so like like i said even past you know sexuality like women have this personality they have this this comforting nature and things that men usually don't have and that helps build a really well-rounded person for yourself like when you're maturing and growing so i think it's important to be able to talk to a female um have the relationship and still you know i don't i don't i'm i'm dragging on but yeah like i really feel like it's important to have hey, that before 30. <laughs> Not, but if you do, it is what it is. 
but the question was before 30 i definitely think that after 30 listen if you ain't make these friends then you just gonna have to live with not having these friends and i'm the only friend that you need i will watch tv and wine and do all of that together and just go from there so that is my two cents thank you guys so very much for joining this show and sharing your opinions i just really appreciate it i feel like we all learned a lot Thanks, Sheila, for having us. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Okay, um, guys, if you're listening, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.